This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding old Dan out at this time, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. Folks ask me what I mean by that. Well, we're just chopping away the, the errors, of the religious errors, of the error that you can uh, just trust Jesus and you're saved. That's an error. Uh, walk down the aisle, shake the preacher's hand, that's salvation. That's an error. Uh, be baptized when you're a child. That's an error. All of that's error, my friend. The, the Lord is sweeping away that thing uh, by, the, by the grace of God, one here and one there. Uh, the Lord is opening a heart to see that salvation is by blood and by power. We have a bloodless religion now, don't we? Nowhere you turn on your radio or your television on Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and listen to these high-rolling preachers or low-rolling preachers, don't matter. You will not hear about the blood of Christ And the Bible says without the blood, there's no remission of sin. You cannot be saved except the blood be sprinkled upon your heart, my friend, or washed away, washes the sin away, just like the the, uh, Hebrew children there. When they came out of the land of Egypt, they had to be behind the blood. And we've already seen that, but we'll see it again later on. But we're bringing you these messages on blood redemption. That's the theme of these messages. That's really the theme of Radio Mission. The old trailblazer broadcast, blood redemption, uh, washed in the blood. When I see the blood, I pass over. All those old songwriters back there years ago, they knew the Lord. They sung and wrote those gracious old songs and washed in the blood. But listen, we were looking there uh, that if you never see yourself uh, as a sinner, you'll never be saved. The scripture says in Romans eight, uh, Romans 3, all have sinned. That's you, my friend. All have sinned. That's you, my friend. That's you, my lady. That's you, my trucker. That's you out there. That's you, that's you, that's you my airplane pilot. That's me. That's you, the captain of that great ship out there on the ocean somewhere listening. That's you. All. you under that all. You, you fall under that all. All are under the penalty of sin, which is death, and that means you. For there is no difference. Have you ever seen yourself as a sinner? I asked you that question, my friend. Have you ever stood in the court of God's justice and faced the guilt and penalty of sin, which is death? Have you ever seen yourself under condemnation, knowing that you are a sinner by nature, condemned to die, and the sentence of death hangs over you? Have you ever? I'm asking you some pertinent questions, my friend. Have you ever been made to see that you're condemned to die? until your knees have trembled under you and the heart has quaked within you, until your tears have all been dried up and the pangs of death have seized hold of your soul? Have you ever been made to cry, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner or the sinner? gets personal, don't it? If you've never been made to cry from the depths of your soul, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner, then you're not saved. You don't know anything about salvation. Have you ever been made to mourn over your sin? Now listen, 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 my friend. This is a life and death proposition. Someone wrote the other day and said, My husband is sick and has to sit here in the kitchen and listen. And thank goodness for his sickness, huh? I my hope that the Lord will heal him once he gets saved. Oh, I do. I have folks write me and call me and want to be prayed for, and I pray for this. For their salvation. The first thing I pray for is that the Lord would save them. You ever pray for your folks? You ever pray for the old trailblazer? I'd like to I'd like to see a show of hands. How many of you prayed for the old trailblazer? 
If you prayed for the old trailblazer, just raise your hand. Raise up your hand there wherever you're sitting. And, 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 and you say, well, you're so silly. You, you foolish trailblazer. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You know, sometimes we have to be put on the spot, don't we? That's right. That's right. Now, we've noticed that man is a sinner by ignorance until the Holy Spirit has searches his heart and let him see that he's lost with no way out. Now, let's notice uh, the victim. Let's notice, let's notice the victim for the sacrifice. Let's look at the substitute, my friend. Let's, let's look at God's sin offering for such a sinner. Now, this is going to be the capstone of the ministry this Friday today. Maybe it'll go home to your heart and have something to think about the rest of the week. But listen, you are a debtor and cannot pay your sin debt. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can run away and do everything you want. Get mad with me, but you can't pay your sin debt. And uh, you're bankrupt with nothing to pay. Now, you can close your ears, put your fingers in your ears, but you're still bankrupt. And you must have someone to pay your sin debt who is free from sin, free from debt. Now, I wish you'd perk up your ears and listen. I often say, straighten up there in your old lazy boy chair. And listen, folks, I'm, I'm I'm just telling you with a heart of love that the Lord would break that will. I can't pay for it for you, my friend. I've never felt so hopeless in all my life as here lately, talking and dealing with waking sinners who have said, Pastor, help me. Pastor, what must I do? I don't know. I don't know how to help you, but I can point you to one who can. I'm no sinner myself, and I had to have a substitute to pay my sin debt. Listen, man, woman, boys, girls, truck driver, wherever, what you going to do without a substitute? Have you, have you seen your need of a substitute? There, there you're just going to, uh, what are you going to do? You must have someone to meet the penalty of death against you as a sinner, or you'll pay for it yourself in hell. For someone to meet the penalty of death against you, it must be someone whom the law of righteousness has no claim against. Let me, let me say that again. For someone to meet the penalty of death that's against you, it must be someone whom the law of righteousness has no claim against. The law of righteousness has a claim against every sinner, but the law of righteousness has no claim against our blessed Lord. So the poor old Jew had to bring a sin offering without blemish unto the Lord. That's what you have to do, my friend. You have to have a sin offering without blemish and without spot. Now, on the basis of his sinless perfection, and that the righteous judgment of God has no claims against you. Our Lord Jesus Christ came forward. He came forward and offered himself as a sin offering, as a divine substitute for sin, for the sinner. My friend, salvation is not a light thing. Salvation is not a, not a, not a, something, to, a fairy tale, something that, well, you know, I'll get saved. Uh, I'm going to have my fill of sin, my fun. i got to have my fun. Until I get down to old age. But my friend, you ever read the paper? You ever read, you ever watch the evening news? How many go out every day? Leave home this morning thinking everything was well. And meet a violent death. I see now where where folks sitting at home uh, enjoying the evening. Someone break in their home, kill them. Kill a man, his wife, three or four children. Just just to get a few dollars out of his uh, cabinet. My friend, you don't know. There's no way of knowing 
what the day will bring. When you get up in the morning, you don't know what the day is going to bring. You don't know if you'll be here for the evening news or not, do you? But I tell you what, my friend, listen, listen. Ah, the Lord made himself a sinless offering. He offers to pay the debt that you owe. What grace. Remember what we said last week? When sin abounded, grace does much more abound. When you look upon the sinner and see him in the light of God's word, under the light of the gospel, and see what he really is by nature, not fit to be saved, not worthy to be redeemed, and then see the Lord Jesus Christ, the second person of the triune God, step forth as a lamb and offer himself in the sinner's place to pay the penalty that is against you. It's more than the human heart can understand. The old trailblazer don't understand it. I don't understand how the Lord or why the Lord would save any poor soul. Not only pay that sin debt, but to give that sinner a righteousness, a perfect righteousness, which he does not possess, one which, one which will make him a fit subject for heaven. Right now, you and I, unsaved, are fit subjects for hell. Oh, listen, in the sin offering, the victim was a substitute for the sinner. That great truth is set forth there in 2 Corinthians 5.21 in these words. Let me give them to you quickly before we run out of time. He hath made him to be sin for us. And then in 1 Peter 3, For Christ also has suffered, once suffered for sin, and the just for the unjust. And how can you turn down such a Savior, my friend? How can you pitch your stubborn will against such a substitute? How can you rebel against such a God? I told my folks the other night, I said, I stand here, the other brethren do, and hold up Christ, as it were, as the scepter of grace, holding it up that Christ died for you. Christ died to pay your sin, and that you will run out of here tonight or today and, and, and forget all that you've heard. The, the message will go out like the water on a duck's back, my friend. just has no effect. You have stopped your ears against the truth. You will not. In reality, you will not come to Christ. The Bible says, ye willed, W-I-L-L-E-D, ye will not to come to me that you might have life. My friend, do you, has your will ever been broken? Do you have a broken will and a contrite spirit, my friend? Have you ever seen your need of Christ? Have you ever come to the place where you realize, and this, this is a heart thing, surely it is, but it's also a head thing. Have you ever realized that you're going to die? The Bible said it is a point on the man wants to die, and after that, the judgment. Have you ever realized, stopped to think, just a moment, trucker, that you're going to die, that you may not be home, get home tonight to your home 20? Oh, my friend, this is a serious thing we're talking about. It's not a fairy tale. This is not some light thing. It's, it's a difference in heaven and hell. Where are you going to spend eternity, my friend? It's not like the billboard I saw with these four or five men sitting around a campfire drinking beer, and one of them said, it can't get no better than this. And that's what the world thinks, my friend. But it can get a lot worse than that. They don't show you the pits of hell. They don't show you the flames of hell. They don't show you the teeming millions crying uh, for mercy gnashing the teeth and and oh my friend listen the old trailblazer does not want to go off the air without giving you hope the lord died for sinners the lord died to save sinners just like you are 
but you won't come. You won't come. The Bible says, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Have you ever come to the Lord? The Bible says you have not because you ask not. Have you ever asked the Lord to save you? Just, just, just stop a minute and answer my question. Have you ever asked the Lord to save you? Well, have you ever asked the Lord to awaken you? Did you know you can do that? Have you ever asked the Lord to give you the effectual call? The Lord has an effectual call. He calls individuals. Have you ever felt that that effectual call? You can ask the Lord for it. Or if you're concerned about your soul, ask the Lord, Lord, don't let me rest. Lord, don't let me go to hell. Lord, don't let me stop short of Christ. Have you ever prayed like that, my friend? Oh, my heart goes out to you. We're running out of time, but we're going to be back next week at the same time, same station, with another message from the old trailblazer, and my heart is heavy for you. I often tell folks my heart's big as a pumpkin, and I want to see folks save our only motive here. is not to make you angry, not to hurt your feelings, but to say something that the Lord would take home to your heart. We're just a vessel, my friend. We're just a vessel. Just a poor old vessel bringing you God's message. And I appreciate every one of you that helped me to broadcast, and I wish you'd pray for me. Pray for my congregation here, for my radio audience all over this country, and help me with the broadcast if you can just a little bit. Write me and tell me what your condition is. Are you saved? Do you want to be saved? Write me. We'll pray for you. We'll put, our, put your name on our prayer list. But remember, the old trailblazer loves you. And uh, we're going to be true to your soul, regardless of what you think. Remember, my mailing address, the old trailblazer, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Goodbye, and God bless you.